This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we update you on my threesome and read bondage exploration. Thru- thrushy bondage. <laughs> thrushy bondage. <laughs> Ew, that sounds so that sounds gross. Horrible. Thrushy bondage. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Florence. <laughs> Hi, Reed. <laughs> Uh, How are you? It may, the, the title makes it sound like I'm good. I'm good. The title makes it sound like the bondage was about the thrush, like was around thrush play. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if people are super into that. Into like. Oh my God. Well, I know you can get bug parties where people are sexually turned on by catching STIs. What if someone's into thrush and BV? Oh my! They. <laughs> we need to marry them. We need to fucking marry them. <laughs> If you're into thrush and BV sexually, come hit us. <laughs> yeah, someone that loves going down on a fishy pussy. Yeah, mm. although thrush, I do not want to be touched when I have thrush at all. Wowie, no. Well, the reason why I got thrush, and it's it's almost like I'm being punished for having fun. No, it's not bondage related. I had sex at a house party with them. And that's why I got thrush. Ooh. You had sex at a house party whilst there was people milling around everywhere. It's my favourite thing to do. I love fucking <gasps> at parties. Oh my God. That's kind of like that my version hot. of public sex is not yeah. really like, um, you know, going somewhere public and fucking. It's always at a house party. I've just, I've always got off on the idea of fucking a house party. I don't even have to mm. come. I don't even have to feel pleasure. But the idea of being in the bathroom, having a quick fuck, and then going back to the party is so hot to me. Yeah. Um, and I did it at your fucking party as well. And I went off, fucked, and came back. Yeah, but you didn't do it in the vicinity. You like no, literally I, I, left I, I the left building. The yeah. Well, I came <laughs> Where was I gonna fuck? I can't. I couldn't use your. You like, asked me. You were like, Florence, can I use your bathroom or your bedroom to fuck these guys in? And I was like, <laughs> what, what? These two strangers we found on say? my roof. Absolutely not. <laughs> Where is my? You're supposed to be like on my side and helping me get laid, but you wouldn't even let me use your bathroom to fuck in. So I went to two strangers' houses. Mates, huh? If it was one of my mates, if you were fucking one of my mates then you could have fucked in the bathroom but two strangers yeah they, no. they weren't even at your party they were at somebody else's party no. on the roof literally you found them on my roof yeah i did i, I found them on on your roof uh, this was before sam and i were together but yeah i want yeah. i i yeah instead you let me go to t- a yeah. stranger a male stranger's house to fuck them yeah so thank you for that florence thank you that was really safe so safe <laughs> <laughs> don't worry i've got your back hoes <laughs> <laughs> before bros right <laughs> yeah <laughs> um that so, was yeah. fun that was that was fun but okay the, the sex at the house part was great loved it um and of course yeah. we asked permission beforehand using people's bedrooms we were asked oh you did yeah yeah it's if it's somebody else's house i got asked permission i'm not just gonna fuck on yeah. somebody's bed and like have them find out yeah it's not pretty, my style it, no. it isn't very cool no it'd be really it'd be really quite fucked up yeah on somebody's bed and what if they're like really not comfortable with the idea of sex and then they're just going to be in their yeah. bed like feeling vile so no not i cum stains from strangers and <laughs> mm. i got the permission we fucked and of course 
I got really awful thrush. And I've had thrush now for the past two weeks, on and off. And I've had the oral tablet. I've, I've actually still got the pessary to take, but yeah, I've been creaming up my bad boy. And yeah, even today, it's still like, yo, did you forget about me, bitch? Ow. Long. What is the fucking point of having a vagina and a vulva uh, sometimes? No, I'm just like I give I I give you so much, I serve you so well, and then you just uh, you treat her so good. <laughs> throw this tantrum at me, you're like, yeah, gonna have thrush. I mean, we say treat her so good, we don't. I'm putting foreign fucking unclean object. I say unclean. That's not very fair. Not crystal fucking <laughs> Dirty clean penises. And my immune system's clearly down. My vaginal immune system's just like, you know what? Can't deal with this extra bacteria. I'm going to throw a hissy fit and just... Yeah. Long. Yeah. And it was like my therapist said back at that time, like, you're putting these, like, huge vibrating objects, like, on your, like, delicate little flower. And it's like... (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Why? The micro tears. The micro tears. Um, Although this has been thrush that's been, like, internal thrush rather than external thrush. I know know when it's my toys because it's external thrush and I'm like... But I, I did a whole cleanse, all my toys. I also didn't use my toys there were nights florence where i was lying there horny but i didn't masturbate because i was in too much like uncomfortable irritation whoa and i went i went to bed pissed off so that kind of leads into my update okay i had these like i've been going through a similar thing where i haven't been able to masturbate (laughs) because (gasps) i had these like basically i had six moles removed on my back and my neck and my shoulder i mean nice and they were all are we are we we're celebrating that right are we celebrating we're celebrating it was like our bodies it was like a foresight into these moles could be dangerous in the future yeah because they were sticking out ones they got irritated by like me brushing my hair Mm. or putting a bra strap on preventative removal preventative removal and the one on my neck like i'd always fucking hated it (laughs) i know we're supposed to love our bodies but sometimes there are parts of our bodies where you're like i just fucking hate you yeah i I did exactly the same when i was younger like 17 i had a mole on my back removed Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't regret ever it being removed even though it left a hefty nasty scar i still prefer the scar but you're right it's it is about loving our bodies but also there are some parts where you're allowed to just hate them and get them removed if you have that in your Rotor, roster. Literally, I used to have to. I love people kissing my neck. Like I love it. I love yeah. getting hickeys, and I love getting like choked. And I'd always have to be like, "Oh, actually, could you not do that side? Because I've just got a mole on that side, so I'm not really. Like, I'm not comfortable with people like kissing around the mole." Yeah, you get like caught and then in your head. Yeah, and my ex used to like prod it and say it looked like a little chocolate pudding. Oh, for fuck's and sake! And I was like, thanks. Um, I mean, I, I kind of like the fact that he's okay with it yeah. and found it funny, but like at the same time, making it aware and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you've so tried I'm to really love the years, right? <laughs> I've tried, I tried, and now I'm just like, oh my god, now someone can kiss my neck on that side, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be real 
Maggie. Um, but anyway, because of getting these surgeries, I haven't been able to lean back, lie down on my back because I've ha- got all these things healing. And my preferred way of masturbating is lying down on my back on the mm-hmm. bed, obviously in the most relaxed position with my like doxy massager, like thrusted over the duvet cover on myself. And over the duvet cover. <laughs> Yeah, because I told you all before, it was making my clip bleed. So <gasps> now I have to use come. it over the duvet cover. Yeah, We're talking like thick duvet Definitely. here. Not, th- yes. not like a thin it's sheet. It's way harder. I'm treating her good, Reed. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that's probably a really nice change for her rather than just one of those orgasms that are like, you've come now, that's mm-hmm. it, go to bed. It's actually like the build-up. Yeah. But anyway, the stress of not masturbating is like so extreme. I didn't realize how uptight I get when I don't mas- I came out yeah. in hives and I'm not joking. <laughs> you can't blame that on the I, no masturbating, but. I, the only other time that I got hives was at a time where I was really, really stressed mm-hmm. and I was with, with an ex and he had like lost his job and like was really depressed and he we weren't fucking. Yeah. And I pro- and we lived together, so I probably wasn't masturbating that much either. So I wonder it could have something. I mean maybe we, we I get hives when I don't masturbate enough. <laughs> I mean, we know that stress can cause hives and rashes. Yeah, um, I've had yeah. exactly the same thing. And of course we know that masturbation and sex releases a Is lot of stress relief. Stress reliever, yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, probably all the combo. But let's not say to people, if you don't masturbate, you're going to get hives. That is not what I'm saying (laughs) at all. I'm saying that's what happened to me. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. (laughs) But yeah, so it's been a stressful time. But even though I had all these things over my back, I went to crossbreed again. I went to the sex (gasps) party again. Yes. Woo. And what happened? (laughs) So... You know, I was talking about that guy last time. Mm -hmm. So he was there again and your mate was there again. And you know, like he was like kissing us and we were kind of like swapping him last time. Well, her partner wasn't here this time. Mm -hmm. So we had a threesome. Yay! Which was really, really, really lovely. Mm -hmm. It was so nice. So we basically like, we went up to the playroom we were like kissing and stuff like outside of the playroom and then went to the playroom and it was just like the most, it was like so sensual, so like communicative. Oh. And it was just like, it was just such a lovely experience. And me and your mate kissed as well. You kissed? Yeah. Nice. So it was, it was more of a threesome that you and my mate didn't really do anything much sexual apart from kissing. But we were, yeah, we were like sharing this guy basically. Nice. I bet you he was, was, he was like, please, please. (laughs) He was in fucking heaven. Come on. We gave him like a dream experience. We all spoke about our boundaries before. We all like kind of knew what was going to happen when we went into it. We all asked like questions. And obviously I was like, I have all these fucking scabs all over me. So please don't touch my neck, my shoulder, my back. So it had to be like really, um, what's the word stealthy in that way but like yeah. it was just it was just lovely it was a really really lovely experience and it's 
inspired me to get involved in way more group situations. And I'm now, he's now my fuck buddy. Yay! He came came over outside of sex party and we had a little fuck at mine and it was really lovely. And then we sat and chatted afterwards, got to know each other a little bit more. He's really, really cool. And I'm like, I'm so excited that I have a fuck buddy. Mainly because I was fucked. You know what? It's so annoying in this podcast because I talk about like the people that I date and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, after the sex party, I was like, oh yeah, I'm dating this guy. And like, he's telling me all these things that he's going to do to me. I'm so excited. And then that never happened. Because (gasps) people end up being fucking dickheads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's so shitty because you want to talk about them on the podcast and then when yeah. you're in the moment because our podcast is so current it's like you know like yeah. a maximum two weeks out you know unless we're on holiday yeah. or some shit but uh, it, it's so hard to find genuinely nice dudes that are just up for fucking that are communicative and it sounds like this new fuck buddy is yeah. communicative like you know talks about everything is very open mm-hmm. which is just what you fucking want when you yeah. deserve delicious and he's a cutie pie yeah that's so good yeah. that's so nice yeah i'm so proud and also good. to have a successful threesome in a sex party scenario yeah because like, and be really they both intense. came i didn't come they both came holy shit that's i mean bravo yeah, I tried. Bravo. It's, yeah, it's, that's it's hard. hard. But it's, even <laughs> though you didn't come, it's still nice that you appreciate yeah. that. I think it's like when a threesome surprises you and you're like, oh, mm. this is going to be weird or awkward. But actually, if it was, it's just like really nice and sensual, it's like, holy fucking yeah. shit. This is what it's supposed to be like. There should It shouldn't be well, awkward. I brought a vibrator and that's why your mate came. Because I was like, oh my God, I can help you out. Oh my God, that's amazing. Here, here you go. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I held it on for a bit as well. I was like, this <laughs> I love it. I mean, I'm super into free love, man. I think we should be all sharing and caring and loving each other. Sharing so, caring. Yeah, I should have yeah. been born in the fucking, I was going to say 60s, but then I would probably be born in the 40s. So I was like 20 in the 60s. I don't know, some some mathematical shit. Yeah. Some good fuck age, but that's, that's so lovely. I'm very yeah, proud. Yeah, good stuff. Also went on two dates. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Yes, and you're like coming up in the dating world, feeling yourself. Oh, dating world. Yeah. yeah, nice one. Feels good. It's, I feel like it's Feels like good. yeah, in a good good space. I, honestly, the the power, and I don't want to put sex with other people on a pedestal, but the power of having somebody there to just fuck can especially if sex is everything to you if sex isn't everything to you you do not need it and also you know think about number one you're the best you're the one and only solo masturbation but it can really help your mood if you have somebody to fuck oh my god it's changed my mood massively like the day after i had that sex i was like I was depressed before and then mm-hmm. afterwards I was like, life's okay actually. Yeah, life's not so bad. <laughs> life's not too bad. I've got a got a dick appointment. <laughs> I should stress though, good, good sex with good a good sex. communicative person that uh-huh. you feel like trusted, held, mm-hmm. respected. Mm-hmm. Not just going mm-hmm. out and finding fucked up toxic sex because you're like, I need to fuck. That is when you no. still feel like shit and it doesn't work. You need you need to find good people. Surround yourself with good you people. Do. Even if the sex is good, 
it is not worth it if you're not feeling held afterwards and respected. Yeah. Fuck that shit. What was it we were saying in Miss Erica's episode? It's about context. The trust, context. the communication, the fuck, the person. My God, yeah. I, I've been listening to the audiobook as come as you are at the moment and the context oh. chapter is fascinating. Really? Like in context of like things that turn you on. Like if anyone is out there and loves reading and loves reading about sex, read Come As You Are, cause yeah, fascinating. Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh God, oh God, oh God. We had a sleepover last night. We had a night. sleepover, <laughs> well almost, almost sleepover, except almost I chickened out at the last minute because Florence's flat is too hot and there wasn't a, a spare hot. fan. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna get a late night cab home, okay? <laughs> yeah, but we watched, um, Avengers Endgame and it was so fun. Yes, because you hadn't seen it before and I like I literally yeah. love the Marvel universe yes. so hard. <laughs> love it so much. We and then we're gonna watch this? the next one. I don't know, because it's exciting. We're gonna watch <laughs> the next really one Spider-Man. About it. Spider-Man's my absolute favourite Marvel character because oh my God. he's all dude in spandex and bondage at his fingertips. Why would I not fall in love with him? I am so excited about Jay Jen and how being in it. Oh Matt, oh, oh, you just, you just my, wait. I oh. masturbated over that movie so many damn times. Oh shit. You don't understand how much I love Jay Gyllenhaal. If oh. you're listening to this Jay Gyllenhaal, please slide <laughs> into my DMs because <laughs> I will be yours. I will do anything that you want. I am literally. I will be your sex slave. Like just anything. I think he's. I. I bet it's the other way round. I bet you he's a little. He's submissive. Yeah, I bet. I will dominate the fuck out of you. I will peg you. I will do whatever you want. I mean, we can't judge. But also, (laughs) anyone knows him, just please. Yeah, send in this episode because he's gonna sit and listen (laughs) to the episode title of the Thrushy Bondage and sit through it. (laughs) All the way up until this point, I bet you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, too exactly. good, too good. Jake, um, we love you. We we do. I can't wait. I cannot wait to watch that film. <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, all right, I'm just getting my phone out. Get my notes up for my little. Oh, get your notes up. What else do you have to update us on? So uh, I've talked about relationship anxiety quite a bit on the podcast, and I've talked about it on yeah. your podcast as well, Love High. It was like we did yes, a whole episode have. about it. So yeah, if anybody wants to understand what relationship anxiety is, please check that episode out. But it's. I've been I've been really struggling in my relationship and I couldn't figure out why because there was nothing wrong nothing like solid that was wrong it was just me getting angry and frustrated and annoyed mm. about a lot of stuff and I looked it up and relationship anxiety is a massive thing um, mm. and relationship anxiety happens and comes out in really fucking weird ways as well like giving somebody the silent treatment is part of relationship anxiety or them saying something one word or one phrase and then you obsessing about it and thinking about it and being like oh my god we need to end our relationship we're not compatible like this needs to be over um Mm -hmm. and so i've been doing my research into that and since doing my research into that i've also realized that there is something that's quite new that hasn't really had a lot of research around it called rocd which is relationship obsessive compulsive disorder and of course what? I'm diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, it's yeah. it's actually been fluctuating. I was gonna say it's at a really manageable level. At the moment, it's manageable. Mm. It hasn't been the past couple of weeks and months. It's been actually a bit all over the place, but thank goodness yeah. for therapy. And 
relationship OCD is basically where you obsess and um, overthink and basically have OCD about your relationship. I don't know how else to explain mm-hmm. it. It's very similar yeah, I mean, to relationship anxiety. I mean, OCD is sense. an anxiety disorder anyway. It, they all go hand in yeah. hand. But it just, the way that it clicked in my brain was like, I don't know, thinking of an example, Sam says something and I go, oh my God, how can you say that? How can you think that? And then that thought will not get out of my head and it plays over and over and over again mm-hmm. till I almost like believe it to be true, even though that might have been something that he just said flippantly or something that he just didn't doesn't even really believe in. Maybe he said it in an argument. We all do those things. We all like blurt stuff out yeah. or say something without actually thinking about it or talking about it. And then I will get to a point a lot where I'm just like, I can't do this. This needs to be over. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. And that's part of the ROCD. Um, yeah. So yeah, just those kind of like panic decisions where you're just like, panic oh, fuck, I can't do this so anymore. Yeah. That was one of the most important things I learned about relationship anxiety was that it's it's the feeling the, the the reason how you can tell the difference between like actually something really not working and relationship anxiety is the urgency to end things now um when you mm. actually break up with somebody it's long and it's a longer process and you talk about yeah. things and you try and compromise and it doesn't work and you keep trying but with rocd or relationship anxiety you're like it's almost like a give up, like a defense mechanism, like, nope, can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this. And that's just what your brain thinks. Like, I don't, I don't think I can do this anymore. So yeah, that's been yeah. really fucking valuable with helping Sam and I and our relationship. Yeah, having the re- res- recognition of it, right? Yeah, having the recognition. Even just reading a couple of articles saved a lot of it. And now I'm really, really recognizing that a lot of the problems that I think are coming from him are actually me and me making problems and creating arguments and nitpicking and nigger like and and I'm just like holy fucking shit all this time I thought it was you and it wasn't it was me all this time it's Um, so deep when you realize that it's just you being fucked up (laughs) I mean of course I'm not gonna blame all on me it takes two to fucking tango but it's not it's not to the sort of level that I thought it was all him and he's the bad person and point and blame. That's also relationship yeah. anxiety is blaming the other person. It's yeah. all about stopping that and taking responsibility for your own shit. So hard to do And your though. own happiness. Yeah, and your own happiness. If you're unhappy in a relationship, you cannot rely on them to do it. Oh yeah, also oh code God, pe- yeah. codependency creeps up on me all the time. I'm like... Where? I feel sad. What am I going to do? Call Sam. Go see Sam. And of course, I'm going there. You're going to make me feel better. And if he's not in the Mm -hmm. right place to see me, and I'm expecting him to make me feel better, and he doesn't, I blame him. And I'm like, you haven't made me feel better. Therefore, argument. It just, it's a cyclical cycle. It's so shit. Yeah. Feeling much better. Relationships are so hard. Sometimes when you talk about relationship stuff, I'm like... Yeah, I guess that's nice that I don't have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I see, I there's see. good things in both sides, basically, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, there are good things. It is, it is hard to, well, relationships are hard, aren't they? Uh, being single yeah. is hard. It's all fucking being hard. Being single is hard, being in relationships hard. Like, it's all just fucking hard, yeah. basically. Yeah. Just need a hard diac instead. 
that's hot. <laughs> oh my god, you know what I'm really pissed off about, Reed? What? You know the guy that I was dating? Yes. So I never have done this ever in my life before, but I sent him pussy pics. <gasps> and of course, now you feel like he's got that over you. Yeah. Fuck this guy. It's like the revenge porn kind of thing, but he, obviously he's not gonna do anything with them. No. But like, that's anxiety. <laughs> Thinking that somebody will do something with your photos and images is anxiety unless proven otherwise. You have to trust yeah. that they're a good enough person. And also it's illegal now. You ca- They yeah, cannot share so those true. photos or you can take them, you can literally get them arrested. You can take them to court. Yeah. You can get them But you know up. what? I was wondering, I was like, why have I never done this before? And it's because I was like self-conscious of my pussy and I was like, I just don't know if it looks good in a photo. And then I took photos of her and actually she's really cute and it inspired me to share on OnlyFans too because I got really turned on by the idea of it. Oh my God, yes. Florence upping the OnlyFans hype. So you've I never, it. you've never done pussy stuff. I don't know how stuff. long I'm going to be doing it for before. I know, so it's like, so quickly nice. subscribe. <laughs> quickly get on and buy all my pay-per-view content. So you, you've not done pussy stuff on OnlyFans before. Never, And then just never. because you took some pussy photos for this dude, it's kind of like mm. inspired you to yeah, do it on it. Like, That's really cool. I was like, ooh, that was quite fun actually. Yeah. I mean, I love, I, I, I used to be the same. Like I love a pussy pig, but like mm. sometimes it's just because again, we never look at them that way. Yeah. We're not encouraged yeah. to look at our pussies. Although actually to be fair, we are like in the mirror, but we never yeah. look at them in a sexy way. It's mm-hmm. only ever in, oh, check your vagina to see if it's, mm-hmm. you know, if it's okay, look in the mirror. If there's any changes, it's never, like, it's never like, take a fucking hot picture of your pussy. You don't have to share it with nobody, but show off how beautiful she is, mate. She is. She, and she is so, be- all of these pussies out there are so beautiful. <laughs> all of these genitals out there. All of the genitals. I feel like a lot of vulva owners are more self-conscious. There are obviously people that have dicks that are also self-conscious. Yes. But particularly vulvas. And I highly recommend going on the vulva gallery just to see the vast variety of like vulvas out there. So you're like, oh my God, yeah, that one looks like my one. That's really cool. And like, you know what also... When we were looking at the OMG Yes website Mm -hmm. and we saw pussies on there with pubic hair, Mm -hmm. I had always been like, oh my God, my pussy is so not attractive to look at when it has pubes around it. But I always keep my pubes because I just can't, I'm lazy. Um, (laughs) But then seeing other people's pubes as well, I was just like, oh shit, actually, pubes are hot too. Oh my goodness. It's all hot. I almost feel like there's something more like graphic and raw and porny about seeing a hairy pussy. Yeah. Like we're just like, whoa. I mean, I think a lot of us are just so programmed to think that pussies aren't supposed to be hairy, that like not just aren't supposed to be hairy, but but fully plucked and primed from anus crack all the way up the lips because I've got hair all Ridiculous. around my anus, all, all down my thighs, between my pussy lips. 
like shaving them mm. and getting rid of their hair. I, in my mind, oh. I, I mean, I used to think like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. I'm so overly hairy because I've got that. No, every single pussy has that. Every single yeah. pussy has hair. Everyone's different. Everywhere. Or hair nowhere, mm. depending on your pussy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There is a vast variety of different hairstyles yeah. down there. Yes. I've still got my little my little heart patch. Have you? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. I forgot to shave in a while. Actually, when, when my fuck buddy came over, I was like, oh, I forgot to trim. Sorry. And he was like, that's fine. Oh, my God. Love oh. that. Just love it when they're just so cool about it. He was so cool about everything. Like, even my mm. scabs on my back. Oh. <laughs> he was like, why? Oh. He was like, it's not a, it's not a big deal it's like a human thing we've all got human things it's all about you know, like you're just fucking human and yeah. th- those are the situations that make you feel comfortable about all the other things that other people have made you feel uncomfortable about yeah we need yeah. more people like him in the world yes and more people like Basically. us it's the same with like anytime i'm in bed with somebody and they say like oh yeah sorry this i'm just like no dude it's, yeah. it's totally exactly fine. it's so fine yeah like oh, oh, oh my god got a bit I of dick cheese about- like, dude it's fine it's just part of your cleaning cleaning product it's cool <laughs> so I, I told you about when um <laughs> someone was going down on me and then they, they were going down for so long when they came up they had snot hanging on their nose. <gasps> oh my god yeah 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 that's the one thing that i was like i can't handle that it's disgusting i mean yeah okay. yeah shit happens but like i was like oh god reference. wow did you, did you let them know you like you get a little <laughs> no i think he like quite immediately went like <laughs> oh lord have mercy oh. it's like it, what makes us ick and like feel disgusting is so different from person to person. Like I can easily deal with if I'm fingering a, an ass, I can deal with shit on my finger, but I can't deal with someone's with yeah, like snot or spit running down their face. Oh my god, spit though! I can't deal with so spit. Hot. I can't. I wish I could because it is hot, and I can't. I gag every time. Oh. It sucks. Don't know why. I just want someone to spit in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that to be very hot. That must be great <laughs> for you. <laughs> but the snot in the pussy, no. It's probably why I got BV at that point, to be honest. Yeah, very. Um, yeah, maybe, yeah. Fucking nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just bodily fluids, yeah. they just happen. They just happen. They do. You know what makes me gag on my own body? You know when you put deodorant what? on, and then yeah. afterwards you've got like the deodorant cake left over in your <laughs> armpit. For some reason, I get so gacky about that. I'm literally, like, oh. <laughs> and it's just so normal and it happens. But I'm like, someone get me a towel, please. I just so freaking out about it. I'm so horny. Shit. Reed, what was the bondage thing that you were going to tell us about? Finally, after moving in for so, like what I've been in since March, let's say. How many months yeah. is that? I don't know, half a year, whatever. I finally put yeah. my under the bed restraints on. Um, oh my God, I haven't used mine yet either. Because uh, it's a mission to put them under without help. It is a mission. You have to like lift up. Did you do it by mattress. yourself? No, I did, ask, I did ask Sam for help. But asking Sam for help was also semi a hint. I mean, I say semi a hint. Yeah. I've had full conversations with him before. Actually, continuously, like I need more bondage <laughs> play. I need more bondage sessions from you. Can we do stuff yeah. like that? 
Okay, so what happened when you did it finally? Oh my, I mean, what do you think happened? It was like tickle sessions and orgasms mm. and fucking. And um, mm. what I did want to bring up was, again, I find it almost near impossible to come from oral. Um, I always have, always will. I've maybe come from oral like less than a handful of times in my life. Really, mm. really rare. Um, And so Sam did this new move where he used the wand and his tongue at the same time. I don't know how he managed to fucking engineer that move. Wow, his whole mouth must have been vibrating. It was like the wand was underneath and his tongue was on top. So like when he was licking my clit, it was almost like his tongue was vibrating and I managed to orgasm. Wow. Can you believe? Yeah. So yeah, I, I... We've done it before with other toys where he's eaten my pussy out loads. Um, and then I've been like, oh, like, cause I get so, I get so frustrated and I just want to give up as well. I'm just like, oh, for fu- just, just get over and done. let's just end this now. Just fuck me. Just fuck me is my normal term. And it, he's A like really good at- vibrating tongue. Yeah. He's really good at being like, no, no, no. Just relax, chill the fuck out. We're gonna stay here and do this. And that's like magic, Mm. magic words. So yeah, getting another toy involved, especially, you know, when you're like right on the edge of coming and you're like, I am so close. Like I'm just so close. Then you introduce a really light toy, nothing like too hard, or if it is quite strong, not directly on the clit, just near it. So again, I mean, I I can pretty much come from having like the the wand underneath my clit, kind of like near my vaginal hole. Not mm. on, th- or not on my clit. Well, because your clit isn't just the top bit; yes. it's the whole like thing that goes around like a little wishbone. Yeah. So, like, obviously, if you don't, st- if you stimulate around it, you're still going to be stimulating your clitoris in some kind of way. I think sometimes I prefer to come like that, not having direct yeah. clitoral uh, play because well, it's yeah, just you've so got a sensitive in- clit. So intense. Most of the time, I'm just like, oh, stops yeah. too much. No, too much. I give up on myself when I masturbate with myself. I hate masturbating with my fingers as well because I've only Mm. known to masturbate with my fingers on like directly around or on top of my clit. And the orgasms Mm -hmm. are not great for me. I mean, you know, Mm. going back manual when I've had to stay at people's houses or when I go back back home to family or whatever. Yeah. Because I'm not really- I I masturbated this morning with my fingers and I decided to use the- (laughs) I got prudence out. Oh my God, prudence. We love prudence. Prudence out. (laughs) Lubed her up, slipped her in and used my fingers. And it was like, I was like building the, like building the pleasure, like loads and loads and loads. And I was like at my orgasm. And then I had the most like, meh orgasm I was like what happened I was like this was feeling so good and then the orgasm one was just a bit like it was just a bit yeah I've had the same with my fingers when I've been massaging my clit yeah and it's almost like because that area is so sensitive it kind of does a reverse where it's like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't allow you to go into the orgasm and roll with it. It just suddenly you mm. come and then because your fingers are still there, it's like, oh my god, too sensitive and like cancels it out. I don't know if that's the actual yeah. case, but it yeah. yeah. Or just like yeah, just like a tiny little like pew and you're just a bit like, Oh, that was it? It was 
Yeah, especially when it's like a really good build up as well. You're like, oh. that does not make any sense. And Come using on. your hands is a good build up because it takes you quite a while to get there. I always like have the, you yeah. know, the arm cramp and the sweating mm. and the tensing up. And I'm like, so close, so close. And you yeah. think it's going to be so good. And then it's just like, I know. Pew. I was going out both at the same time. I was like, it's like, you know, fucking DJs are like, <laughs> like a hard fucking call. For those of you that don't know who Prudence is, well, I don't know if yeah, you should know because Prudence has come up many a times. It's part of the fucks given family. <laughs> but it is a very lovely porcelain dildo. Yeah. Basically. With like a little it. handle on the end. It's mm-hmm. not for everyone. It doesn't make me come, but Prudence is just, you know, she I love Prudence. She obey. She always gets me. Apart from, I guess that orgasm was pretty meh, but it wasn't Prudence's fault. No. You know what? I always have my best orgasms when I breathe like super deeply and I'm like breathing in and I'm like moaning really loudly and then I'm like having a really great orgasm. Yeah, I think that that that's a really good tip to have. Doesn't work for me. I've tried over and over again. I get- comp- For breathing. I, yeah, because if I'm focusing on breathing, like I'm not fantasizing and then I, Oh my God, I actually had the same thing this morning. Yeah. Where I was like, I was trying to do both at the same time because I was like, <laughs> it's either, it's like the fantasy that gets me over the edge. It's all the, but the breathing's the one, the bit that's like building the pleasure again. Yeah. Um, and because basically after that orgasm, I was like, that wasn't good enough. I need to try again. So I got the doxy out Absolutely. over the duvet cover. And, um, and then, yeah, and then had that problem. So I was like, okay, let's breathe. And then the, I could feel the pleasure like growing and growing. Mm. But then I was like, but there's still something that needs to connect with my mind and my yeah. pussy. Yeah. And it was like the fantasy, but I couldn't fantasize at the same time as breathing. Uh, it, we can't multitask like that. That's too much. Uh, it was really hard. And then I had another shit orgasm. <laughs> no, two of them in a row. That's so yeah. unfair. I know. Oh, oh fuck's sake. I, I, I feel like I, the fantasy works, but definitely with my fetish, it's almost like I, I, yeah, I can't really come without it. And I've tried so hard to do the breathing thing because I get it. It makes perfect sense. What we've been told where it's instead mm. of being in your head and, you know, thinking mm-hmm. about other random shit, you want to go back into your body. And the best way mm-hmm. to do that is to do meditation, breathing breathing, visualizing the pleasure, visualizing your genitals, visualizing like energy flow can be really helpful. Even if you believe in it or not can be really helpful, but it still doesn't get me there. It it helps me get away from the weird ass other thoughts that aren't sexual. I do a weird I do with other thing that gets like instead of the breathing, (laughs) I, I discovered this technique ages ago, just like fluky. Um, basically I rub my stomach like just above the pubic region and it refocuses Mm -hmm. my like I guess my mind on that part of the body again so it's like bringing the sensations back into that area and you like do that by doing a physical act near it but that's not actually directly the pleasure and maybe that's why like I nipple play is so important for me because it's almost like I mean I I find it really hard to come without nipple play like really fucking hard that helps me focus my pleasure or I think about somebody stroking my feet 
or I think about like, mm. like I feel, I think about somebody doing something to my body um, yeah. and then that can help. Re- but yeah, yeah, do it like holding. Funnily enough, I do, I do that exact move when I need a wee and I can't wee. I'll like literally press on my bladder and then I'll be able to wee. It's, it's a magic cure. Oh yeah, you told me about that for shitting. You were like, oh, if you've, ne- if you've, if you've got a shit that you need to get out, rub, rub the, the lower, rub your lower back and it works. It fucking works. It works. Yeah, unless, you know, unless you're constipated and having a tough time. But yeah, I, if I'm really struggling, I'll go for the rub back motion or I'll go for the, you know, um, the sit and squat on top of the bowl. Yeah. And like open out the bowels. Yeah. This okay, the moral of this shit story is there has gotta be a better, easier way to help you achieve orgasm. And you just need yeah. to figure it out. Whether or not that's like connecting with your breath and visualizing mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. sticking to a fantasy or touching parts of your body that know that you know gets you off. You're connecting yourself. Or is it just context? Is it just what's <laughs> going on context. around you at the time? Is, is it, it what's the going context? on in your head? Is, is that what you've got tattoo? to do after you get out of bed? Yeah, maybe that's, context might be the new communication. That might be the new, communication is key. It's like, context is key. Context oh, is shit. Key. We've been saying communication oh, is key for the past God. eight years uh, with our YouTube channel all the way uh-huh. through. I think now it's context. <laughs> No, it's, it's just changed. It has just changed. Like coined, coined it. Um, to context. So yeah, I mean, bondage, having, asking my partner to have more bondage ses- sessions because they're not easy. Yeah. They are hard work. They're a lot of effort, not just like physical, but mental effort as well. So I sympathize oh, with yeah. him. And I always say like, can I, you know, can I do something for you? But it's not really his thing to do it the other way around. Mm. So just really putting in that request and also him listening to that request and mm. making more of an effort. And it doesn't have to be this whole thing of, right, let's tie you to the bed, even though he still does that and that's amazing and I fucking love it. Like mm. literally the other day when we were just lounging around, he was like, right then, let's go get your sex kit. Let's go get your tickle kit, bring it back on the sofa while we're watching TV. And I was like, thank you. Cute. I just need that so badly. And that for me, that's almost like, it's almost better than having sex. It's so, it's so like intimate and like, you know, relationship building rather than anything yeah. else. So yeah, it's a bit like, a bit like our therapy. So anyway. Oh my, oh my God, look, but this actually links up to an episode that I did on Love High with Orsa and David. Yeah. And they were saying, instead of like, if your libidos aren't matching, you just need to find other ways of creating intimacy in the relationship. Mm. And that is exactly that. And it could just be like naked cuddling or like, you know, tickling, play fighting, things. It doesn't actually have to be like penetrative sex. Yeah, wrestling. Uh, that's that's yeah or, but you know it doesn't even have to be sexual it can be like um mm. i found a lot of good intimacy in my last relationship with my ex where he was reading to me and we would we, yeah. inst- instead of fucking we would have evenings where he would read to me and that was like really nice and so intimate cute. and just connecting so there are yeah there are ways i could just kiss someone yeah. all night and that would be fine i love kissing that's, that much that's that's a gift it's <laughs> a gift <laughs> That ain't for me, no, but that's a gift. Really? Yeah. I love it. I love how we're so different. Yeah. The podcast wouldn't work without it. It wouldn't. It would Imagine if we were same with everything. It'd be so fucking dull for everyone. So dull. Boring. We would have finished the podcast like a year ago. Yeah. We would have just like <laughs> broken up, never got our 
communication context <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where should we get those tattoos? Like in the, the crevice of our butt cheeks? I, yeah, I think right around my anus is where I want that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Just so that when people are rimming you, they can be like, okay, context. Imagine, do you think they'll be able to read it? They'll be like, what the fuck are come ones and what? Just like have to like spread out a little bit. <laughs> that would be my pair of moves. Like, you want to see my tattoo? Look closer, look closer. Look closer. <laughs> And they're like, come here, contact. <laughs> oh, I love this. This is beautiful. Uh, Done deal. All right, curious fuckers. I guess that was a whirlwind of updates. That was probably that was too much information. TMI, TMI, TMI. Yeah, but I think our whole podcast is based on TMI. That <laughs> on is TMI. Our, that is our brand is TMI. Yeah. Let us know if you've experienced any of the things that we have spoken about today. Mm. What do you think of threesomes? Have you tried out? under the bed bondage yes do you do you need to request more sessions with your partner and if they're not down to do that can you get that fixed from somewhere else is there some kind of chat you can have um focusing on orgasms as well so hard to Mm. do so difficult so we sympathize um and yeah just drop us just drop us a little message at come curious at read amberettes and at florence bar you can rate this podcast episode review it please review it because i mean we were in the motherfucking charts we were in were number 11 in society and culture and guess what we got to number 69 in the top shows Fuck. I remember Fancy. we were 41 at some We actually 50, somewhere. yeah, we, we got lower than that, but we were 69 at That's one point, which crazy. is just crazy. Great. So we will see you next Thursday, curious fuckers. And until then, yes. Yes. See you next Thursday. Love you all. Bye. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.